Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome in to Outkick the Show. I'm your fearless leader, Clay Travis. I appreciate all of you hanging out with me as we roll towards the July 4th holiday. I know many of you probably on vacation, probably getting ready for vacation. Uh, right off the top, thank you to all of our subscribers. Let me check and see what the latest number is. I know we are advancing rapidly on 1.2 million Outkick YouTube subscribers. Uh, that is a credit to all of you. That is wildly fast growing. Uh, we are just shy 1.16 uh, YouTube subscribers. That is what 1,160,000 of you have clicked subscribe on our YouTube channel. Appreciate that. The March to 2 million officially underway. That is exciting and cool to see. Click like and subscribe. I love all of your comments. Thank you for being Outkick subscribers, wherever you are watching and listening to this, whether it's YouTube, Rumble, uh, Facebook, Twitter, so many different spots out there where you guys are consuming this. And some of you are just listening on audio, and we certainly love you as well. All right, speaking of audio, let's start off right here. Last night, CNN shared audio of Donald Trump from Bedminster in July of 2021 talking about an alleged classified document as a part of an interview. Uh, we played that audio for you on Clay and Buck on the short-form version of this discussion. We may now be able to include some of that audio if we can. The audio that I would include is the particular part where Trump talks about uh, the fact that he had the opportunity and ability to declassify at the time. Uh, this is being treated as some sort of bombshell revelation. I don't find it that way at all. In fact, I actually think in many ways this helps Trump. Some of you are saying, well, what do you mean by that? I think it shows that this was not some nefarious attempt to illegally retain documents. This was, this is the first inclination we've had, that one reason Trump was keeping documents was to be able to have evidence to support uh, the truth being shared in a larger context. But, uh, so also the tone, jocular in nature, uh, the, the fact that this was not some uh, you know, highly secretive attempt to leverage classified documents for some sort of ill-begotten gain, I actually think this helps Trump. And it ties in with my prediction that there's no way that there's going to be any conviction of Trump that occurs uh, in South Florida based on these documents. But the big picture here is what I believe is important, and that is this. We are living in a United States where the Department of Justice has been so weaponized in favor of Democrats that think about this for a minute. They are trying to put Donald Trump in prison for the rest of his life relating to a dispute over whether or not he is entitled to keep in his possession presidential papers while simultaneously giving Hunter Biden a sweetheart deal to keep him out of prison for multi-million dollar 
tax evasion. I think also fraud. I think obstruction of justice. There are a bevy of charges that should be being levied against Hunter Biden. Instead, think about this. The Department of Justice is obstructing justice and keeping Hunter Biden out of prison while simultaneously trying to put Donald Trump, the chief political rival of Joe Biden, in prison for the rest of his life. This is unbelievable third world banana republic justice. It's why I believe Merrick Garland and Joe Biden must be impeached and why it is so important for Republicans in the House to have primetime hearings to lay all this evidence out. This is a weaponization of the Department of Justice, the likes we have never seen before in all of American history. This is pretty crazy. Again, to me, this crystallizes exactly what's going on. I also don't think the timing of this leak is a surprise. They are doing everything they can to try to take Joe Biden and the Biden crime family out of the centrality of media focus and trying to elevate Donald Trump into that centrality. So think about this for a minute. Again, they're trying to put their chief political adversary for the White House in prison for the rest of his life for process-related paper ownership disputes while simultaneously keeping Hunter Biden out of prison and protecting Joe Biden from the consequences of the Biden crime family, even though the Biden family has engaged in clearly far more serious criminal misconduct. It's a big story. It is the biggest story, I think, uh, in modern American legal history because these are truly situations without precedent. Merrick Garland must be impeached, and Joe Biden must be impeached as well. They won't be removed from office, but it is important to try to share with the larger American public, the persuadable voter out there, the independent voter, why this is such a sincerely important uh, story and why the precedent that's being set by Democrats is without justification uh, and the foremost weaponization of the Department of Justice that any of us have ever seen in any of our lives. It's a big story. Uh, okay, uh, so that is my analysis of the audio that came out last night from Bedminster. Several other stories. I want to talk about the hubris. I want to talk about the cockiness. Hunter Biden went to Camp David with uh, Joe Biden this past weekend. He also showed up for the state dinner with India. Let me ask you this question. How is it remotely possible that Hunter Biden is given access to the president of the United States, given that Hunter Biden is clearly selling access to America's chief political rivals in the world, right? China, Ukraine, so many other different geopolitical centers of conflict. How is it possible that Hunter Biden is considered able to have the security clearance to be with his dad at Camp David and to be uh, at the state dinner when he is now trying to plead guilty to crimes. Now, I said this yesterday, but I want to reemphasize it. The judge in this case should not sign off on this plea agreement given the clear obstruction of justice that has occurred 
in this Hunter Biden investigation, right? Should not occur. But in the event that it does occur, in the event that it does occur, all of us should be asking, why is Hunter Biden still allowed to have full access at the White House and full access to, uh, to theoretically top secret information when he's been proven to be unworthy of that access? Important questions uh, to ask there. Uh, by the way, last night, College World Series ended. Uh, congratulations to LSU. Every year about this time, I fall in love with the College World Series. Having said that, the last two College World Series games were atrocious. First game in the series between LSU and Florida, monumental, fabulous college baseball game. 20, was it 24 to 4? Game two, the Florida Gators won. Last night, LSU bounces back and wins the title, but not really very entertaining the last two games. Overall, College World Series process, the NCAA tournament to crown a champion, wildly entertaining. But in general, in general, not the absolute greatest version uh, of, uh, of entertainment uh, that it could have been given the way it went down. But congratulations to LSU on that championship. I saw this story this morning. I was reading it in the Wall Street Journal. You know, everybody's been focused on Taylor Swift and her uh, concert. Did you know that Taylor Swift is going to make, potentially, according to the Wall Street Journal, a billion dollars on her tour this uh, over the next year? A billion dollars. And I was wondering, as, as you're reading through, it was breaking down the finances on this tour, Taylor Swift is likely to pocket $350 to $400 million, right? Because there are lots of costs associated with putting on a stadium tour of this magnitude. This would be the highest grossing entertainment concert tour of all time, a billion dollars. And she is going to net $350 to $400 million on this. How much money is Taylor Swift going to make now in her life? I think Taylor Swift is only 33, if I'm not mistaken. She's going to make like billions and billions of dollars, right? I think there's an argument to be made that Taylor Swift may well become the wealthiest entertainer in American history. Think about how crazy that is. She's only 33. She has the catalog of her songs, which are going to continue to retain value for a long time. I mean, she, in theory, could be on tour, much like the Rolling Stones are, until she's 70 years old, if she wanted to do it, continuing to play for her audience, just like the Rolling Stones have. I mean, it's possible that she could make $10 billion or more over the life of her career. I'm not sure that any entertainer in the history of the world is going to make as much money as Taylor Swift. Can you think of anyone that would make more if you consider how much she's already made and how long her legacy of potentially being able to cash checks is? It's pretty extraordinary to think about. Uh, so, congrats to Taylor Swift on maybe becoming the most wealthy entertainer 
in the history of the world before all is said and done. And that's different, by the way, than founding. I know she's Taylor Swift, Inc., essentially, but it's different than if you founded a company like Elon Musk right now, I believe, is the wealthiest human on the planet. Okay, well, he's founded Tesla. He's got SpaceX. He now owns Twitter. That makes sense. He owns big companies. Taylor Swift, solely based on her performance and her entertainment, is going to create the most wealthy uh, entertainer of all time. I think it's going to be Taylor Swift. Bud Light has reportedly fired the marketing execs who have tanked the Bud Light brand. And this is important. I think this is significant. Bud Light uh, was the most popular beer in America. It's now been replaced by Modelo. They now are going to be a story that is studied in marketing probably for the rest of our lives. If you go to college, they will be telling the story of what happened with Bud Light, how everything fell apart with that brand for the rest of our lives. And this is the first brand that has gotten all the attention for it. Again, I think there have been others, but the first brand that has gotten attention for going so far woke that effectively they have destroyed the brand. And I don't even know. They're firing the marketing execs now. They haven't issued a public apology yet. Uh, but I'll tell you the way the guys are talking out at bars. I went to dinner on Saturday with my wife, Sunday, with my wife. And I was sitting at the bar. It's a crowded restaurant, so we just sat down at the bar. Uh, and this uh, guy comes up, sits next to me uh, that I know. He's a good dude. Used to play football at Wisconsin. Lives in my neighborhood. And he tried to order, I think he tried to order a Coors Light. And the bartender said, hey, we're out of Coors Light. And then I saw an easy opportunity for a joke, and I just said, well, give him a Bud Light instead. And the bartender laughed, he laughed, and then obviously I laughed too. We're all sharing a joke at the bar about the idea that this guy, a former Wisconsin football player, would even order a Bud Light. That's how much destroyed the brand of Bud Light has become. They're going to have to work immensely hard to get back the audience that they've lost. I'm not sure they're ever going to be able to do it. And now it's bleeding over into Anheuser and uh, the regular Bush, uh, Bud, Bud Weiser, right? Bleeding into that and also into Mick Ultra. So I've said it before. I think they need to go back to marketing 101. I think they need to spend money with companies like Outkick. I think they need to spend money uh, with, you know, radio shows like Clay and Buck. They are going to have to engage in a multi-year rebuild in order to win back their business. And I'm not sure they're going to be able to do it because the data that it would have me scared if I was Bud Light is every week's getting worse. The most recent week's data is actually the worst so far going all the way back to April when this all started. This is a slow-moving disaster. And I don't know what Bud Light's going to have to do, but they're trying to send messages. They've officially fired the marketing execs who allowed this to happen. This is going to be studied for decades, probably the rest of our lives. And I think this is important because I think it sends the message that you can be too woke, that you can alienate your brands by being too woke. There have been other brands that have done it. This is the first one to truly crystallize where marketing execs and CEOs are going to be saying, okay, we spent decades building this brand. 
and we destroyed it with one ad, right? That's consequential. There are a lot of brands out there, I guarantee you, that are changing. And I would just say this. We talked about the NHL decision uh, yesterday, I think, on the show. Uh, the NH NHL effectively nixing Pride Night. Why do we need specific teams having any kind of nights at all, right? If I'm a baseball, football, basketball fan, hockey fan, the goal of the product should be to put the best game forward, right? Entertain me. I'm a fan of sports. Put the best product on the ice, on the court, on the field, and let me just be entertained. I think we've gone so far towards trying to acknowledge to every different segment of the fan base. How about the ultimate goal of every team is to win? And that's how you establish that you care about your fan base. I don't care what my team's perspective is on abortion or religion or, frankly, any issue under the planet. All I care about is whether my team wins. Anything that distracts from the goal of winning games is, to me, wasted. Individual players can have any opinions they want in the entire world. I have no issue with that. They're individuals just like I'm an individual. I share my opinions with you for hours every day. And some of them you agree with, and some of them you say, you know what, I think Clay's crazy, this is a ridiculous opinion, whatever. You got your takes on that. When did we create a world where every single different interest group, the team has to give you an opinion on it. I, I just don't care. Win games. And I think that's important for the NHL. I also think it's important for brands. What was the title of my last book? Republicans Buy Sneakers 2. Republicans Buy Sneakers 2. Famous quote by Michael Jordan about why he didn't get political. I think we need everybody. The entire business, the entire uh, uh, sports industry needs to get back to Republicans by sneakers too. Your audience is so diverse. If you're trying to speak to everyone in the country, just put out the best product. Stop trying to tell me what you think about every different social issue under the sun. I don't need to get an email uh, from my cat litter company about what they think about Black Lives Matter or abortion or gay pride. I don't care. I got two cats. I don't really like them at all. But the, the full disclosure wasn't my choice. I got outvoted. They destroyed so much of the stuff in the, in the house. They were expensive. All I care is does the litter do what it's supposed to do? I don't care about what the litter company thinks about anything other than the litter business. I think that's the way the vast majority of Americans are. Social media has created this idea that every company and every individual has to have an opinion on everything. I just don't buy into that, and I think that's one of the big lessons of Bud Light. We'll be right back. Got to take a little break here. We are rolling without kicking. You don't want to miss a moment. Stay tuned. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. 
The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Um, Kamala Harris, least popular president at this point in her tenure in the recorded history of the NBC News poll. Kamala Harris, such a disaster that she's even less popular than Joe Biden. Yesterday, I told you I didn't think that Joe Biden was going to be the nominee for the Democrats in 2024. I really don't think he is. I believe when Joe Biden ran in 2020, the idea was I'm going to step down and hand the reins to Kamala Harris. She will be the nominee in 2024. I'll be too old. I will be the bridge to the next generation of Democrat leaders. I really think that's what they thought when Joe Biden won in 2020. I think Kamala Harris has been such a disaster that Democrats are terrified of her being the nominee. So they're willing to trot potentially Joe Biden out for a weekend at Bernie's two campaign. But I think Democrats are aware that Biden has become such a cognitive disaster because of his dementia and the fact that he's getting worse and worse. I think that they now are trying to figure out how is Joe Biden not the nominee, but also how is Kamala Harris not the nominee? And that's why, to me, there has to be an open primary, because that allows Gavin Newsom and Gretchen Whitmer and Pritzker and theoretically Elizabeth Warren and whoever else wants to run to all enter the race. And then Democrats can avoid nominating Kamala Harris and then not have to acknowledge that it's racist and sexist for her not to be the nominee, right? Because identity politics would demand that the vice president of the sitting president be the nominee. And I think that's the challenge if Joe Biden were to win, is Kamala Harris would theoretically have a huge advantage to be the Democrat nominee, but she's such an awful political candidate that they can't actually make her the face of the Democrat Party going forward, which is why I think Gavin Newsom is going to end up the nominee for the Democrats in 2024. I really do. Uh, Speaking of awful decisions, Dr. Fauci, who was already the highest paid taxpayer-funded employee in the entire United States government, think about that for a minute, Fauci made more money than anyone, He stepped down from his roles in the United States government, and he's now been hired by Georgetown University, okay? If you were Georgetown University and you actually cared about science and you cared about the truth and you cared about someone doing an adequate job, would you ever hire Dr. Fauci, who I think history is going to judge as the biggest failure uh, in American public policy, modern history, right? In my life, I don't believe anyone has done a worse job in the United States government than Dr. Fauci. I think he got everything wrong on COVID. And I think history is going to judge him very, very unfairly, right? Everybody wants to talk about being on the right side of history and the wrong side of history. I think Fauci is going to be judged in the decades ahead as being on the absolute wrong side of history. I think he got everything wrong. But yet Georgetown University, because of Fauci's politics, is willing to hire him 
and bring him in and pay him hundreds of thousands of dollars and try to argue that he is in some way an inspiration when he got everything wrong. This is a sign, unfortunately, of the era that we are in, where being right doesn't matter. This is why I have issues with politics in general. In business, by and large, if you are right, your company thrives and the company becomes more valuable, you can hire more people, you can continue to grow, right? Doesn't apply in politics. Fauci got everything wrong and yet he's being rewarded. This is why I think oftentimes we are not represented by the best and the brightest among us because the financial rewards in politics are comparatively low and also the consequences for being wrong are not that great. Because if you're wrong in business, your company goes bankrupt and ceases to exist. If you're wrong in politics, but you're wrong in a way that still makes people happy, you get to continue in that job maybe for the rest of your life and get rewarded. Fauci disgusts me, but the decision of Georgetown to reward Dr. Fauci disgusts me even more. Uh, finally, did you guys see, can we share this video? Did you guys see the shark grabbing the guy in the Everglades. If you didn't see it, I would encourage you to go check it out. I shared it on my Instagram story, um, but I would encourage all of you to go check that out. This should be unfair, right? If you are an animal, you shouldn't be able to attack someone in a place they would never expect the animal to be. This feels like a violation of the animal kingdom. Let me give you an example. This poor bastard, this guy is just floating in the Everglades. He reaches his hand over, and out of nowhere, a shark leaps up, grabs him, pulls him into the water. Now, he's able, credit to him, it's amazing how quick he gets back into the boat, but a shark shouldn't be able to attack you in an area where you would never anticipate a shark be. And I'm not trying to just pick on a shark's, Okay. I'll give you another example. I love it down at the beach. Down at the beach uh, on the Florida Gulf Coast, I saw a video where a bear was in the surf and he came swimming up on the beach, right? A bear shouldn't be able to be in the ocean. Like, you shouldn't be out in the ocean. If a shark gets you, and you may have seen that awful shark video where the guy got eaten, right? Just got totally eat. If a shark eats you in the ocean, it's unfortunate. It's awful. I hope none of you ever get eaten by a shark in the ocean, but the risk of being in the ocean, you are aware that a shark could eat you. That's where the shark lives. He's in the ocean. If you got attacked by a bear at the beach, that seems profoundly unfair because the bear shouldn't be there, right? If a grizzly bear kills you on a hike in Alaska or Montana, I feel bad for you. That's awful. But we are aware that the grizzly bear exists. And let me just mention this for a minute. You know that there are different things that you're supposed to do depending on what kind of bear 
is threatening you, this also feels profoundly unfair to me. And I, 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 if I get this wrong and you get killed by a bear, I apologize. I believe you are supposed to, if it's a black bear, threaten the bear, right? If a bear runs at you and it's a black bear, you're supposed to stand your ground and threaten the bear. And again, if you get killed because you took my advice, this is on you. You need to look it up, okay? I know there's different advice depending on the bear species, right? So black bear runs at you. You're in the Smoky Mountains. You are supposed to be like bow up and like stare the bear down and threaten the bear and be like, bear, I'm going to beat your ass, right? That's the my understanding of what you're supposed to do if a black bear, not trying to be racist, black bear runs at you. You stand up to the black bear. You're like, bear, I'll take you on. You and me, we're going downtown. I'll tell you know, like you're supposed to scare the bear, yell at the bear, even if you're terrified, which would likely be the case. Okay, black bear. Grizzly bear, brown bear, brown bear runs at you. Grizzly bear, I think you're supposed to play dead. Totally different advice. Are you really going to be able to distinguish whether it's a black bear or a brown bear if a bear runs at you? This feels to me wildly optimistic, right? Oh, black bear, yell at it, fight it, scare it off. Brown bear, play dead. What are the odds? What if you're colorblind? God forbid you're on a hike and you're colorblind. How do you make the decision about what to do with the bear? But if you make the wrong choice, you actually make yourself more likely to get killed. So if it's a black bear and you play dead, the bear will mess with you and potentially kill you. And if it's a grizzly bear and you try to threaten the grizzly bear, the grizzly bear will actually kill you. This is awful, right? How are there different advices for how to deal with bears based on which color bear is coming after you? That feels really profoundly unfair, okay? But... Even more profoundly unfair than not being able to tell the difference between the bears. What if you got attacked by a bear at the beach? Not getting killed by a shark. Animals shouldn't be able to ambush you in non-traditional animal kingdom layers. This feels profoundly unfair. When I saw the guy get grabbed by the shark in the Everglades, if it were an alligator, okay, that's where the alligator lives. Shark doesn't feel fair. Back in the day, the, the, the story that they based the shark on, kid went for a swim in a creek and he got eaten by a shark. That's unfair. You should never get attacked by a shark when you jump into a creek, right? You should never get attacked by a bear when you're in the ocean. And similarly, at least in America, you shouldn't get attacked by an alligator. I saw an alligator, maybe this is just the animals are after me, down at my beach, down on 30A, alligator just swimming in the surf, comes up on the beach. Shouldn't be an alligator in the ocean. Shouldn't happen. This is an attack. The animal Thunderdome is real. When you are getting attacked by animals in their non-traditional habitats, I got to throw a flag on it, feels profoundly unfair and i'm not even going to get into right now maybe i'll talk about this tomorrow the killer wells are actually attacking boats 
This is like Avatar 2. Uh, all of a sudden, the animals are turning against us. Not fair. Animal Thunderdome going to come back soon, by the way. I've been texting with Danny G. For those of you who are old school, outkick the coverage listeners, we now are having two years of Clay and Buck. I've been off traditional morning sports talk radio. We're going to get the Animal Thunderdome up and running for you going forward. All right. I love all of you. DBAP, unless you need to SBAP. I am Clay Travis. This has been Outkick the Show.